What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right, guys. So you guys know that I don't fake the funk. I'm not really a huge soccer person. I'm really, really trying to understand the sport. Just doesn't stick to me. But I've been to a few LAFC games, and I love the vibe there. So oh, I- did you see they have uh, Pollo? Uh, um, somebody sent us a tweet. Yes, the, the chicken. The, the, the- it's like. Yeah, hold on. It's a specific kind of chicken. I want to make sure I get uh, this Is it right. Korean? I think it was like Korean. No, 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 no. I want to say Peruvian. Pollo a la brasa. Yeah, so it's just like 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 gr- like uh, on the grill, like a li- like a real grill. And it's he says 18 bucks. It's got fries. He sent us a picture. This stuff he's like it could it's half a chicken. Like it's an amazing deal. Like that on, alone will get me to go there on top of the great soccer. Right. So I didn't try it yet. I was actually at the bank yesterday. I did not try the chicken because I was uh, kind of working. Um, so, you know, you're running around. But I did want to congratulate LAFC because they're the number one team in the entire MLS league. They are leading the league. So shout out to them. And if you guys don't know, you guys can listen to them here on 710 or on the new ESPN LA app. So make sure you guys are always tuned into that. And they're actually playing Philly on Saturday, which is the uh, number one team on the east. In the east side. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So east, east versus west. west. And if you guys want your tickets, you guys can go ahead and grab those for Saturday's game at the bank. Damn, that's and a nice looking chicken. chicken right there. Those fries look good. The salsa looks good. That yeah. Looks, they have great food. And if you like a like a fried chicken sandwich, I remember, I think we have told you this a long time ago, mm-hmm. they have an incredible fried chicken sandwich too. Like their food there is amazing. It's so good. I had some empanadas. Whew, really good. Yeah. So you so know what, food's, what the food is not very good? I mean, it's gotten way better over the last, like, two years, but it's still, like, just, like, not as great as, like, some of these other places around town. Who that? Ooh, Staples, yeah. Yeah, Staples has never Mm -hmm. had great food. Mm -mm. It's never been all that great. And so far, you got better. I like Blaze Pizza's fine, and they Mm -hmm. got the burger, the new new burger place, which is good. They used to have, like, McDonald's in there. No disrespect to McDonald's, but it's not, like, what I expect to see at an arena. You know what I mean? Like... I, I like the more mom and pop experience. Honestly, like LAFC has the best food, even yeah. over Dodger Stadium. I know people are gonna come at me, whatever, but they really do. It's like LA, the bank, Dodger Stadium. So far, is you know, I'm still giving them time because Dodger Stadium has gotten way better now that center field oh, yeah. is like a thing. Yeah, it's so far, I mean, what I ate at SoFi this year was is I. That's what I'm saying, but you know, they're new, so you got to give them time. But Staples, come on now. Yeah, people, yeah. well, don't say that too loud. Mason gets very mad if you say the food at SoFi is not great. It's John not. said that one time, Greg, I recall, if I recall, and Mason was very upset. He, really? Very territorial very, about SoFi? Yeah, he's very strong feelings about uh, the food at SoFi. How bad it is? Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> and, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's fine. And but also, it's fine. Like, hey, you know, like the stadium is beautiful. Yes. And the yeah. team is awesome. Exactly. Clearly, they're the best team. And if you want, like, chicken fingers, you got to go to, like, all the way around the stadium to get to one spot. Yes. It's not at multiple what? spots. Yeah. It's only really? at one spot. Yeah. Spot. Gosh, you would that's think crazy. chicken fingers would be at everyone. Yeah, it's not. You have to, to be like, hey, like, they only sell hot dogs over here. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's, you, you, like at Dodger Stadium, you can get hot dogs everywhere, even though they're not very good. Yeah, yeah. it but, doesn't matter where you're at a Dodger Stadium, you can get a Dodger. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I give them, t- I'm giving them time. And not the Farmer John Dodger dog anymore. No, and you it can tell. Not. You can tell. They should really right. just go to a Hebrew National, just just for, for real. Just Sigues con el Hebrew National. Just get a Hebrew Nat in there, and that'll take care of all the problems. Well, it's better than whatever they got, so, you know, work on that. You ever have a Hebrew Nat? I have. They're good, right? Why don't right? you go with the, um, the uh, Beyond uh, Meat Sausage whatever thing they've got there? Mm. They've got Beyond Dog? Yeah. 
No, I think I'd rather have a turkey dog than a Beyond dog. They make turkey dogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I Never seen know. that in the grocery store? No. Yeah, it's in the same section with hot dogs. I mean, I believe there is. I just yeah. never seen that. Just a turkey dog. Oh, all right. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so, Cappy, you here's do this it Russell for us? Westbrook thing. All right, let's hear it. So, Bill Oram of The Athletic. I think he's going to be a guest on Mason and Ireland from what I heard earlier. <laughs> did you hear what did, happened? Did you hear Ireland? He compared Bill Oram to uh, Vince Scully and LeBron James and said, yeah. you don't like guests you don't like Vince. You don't want Vince Scully. You don't want LeBron James. You don't want Bill Oram. Right. And so the, the wait, decision wait, wait. was made. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the context of the way this was said. Well, because he was talking <laughs> about happened? he was talking about this story that you're about to talk about, and we'll let you get to. And he said, "Oh, do you guys want to get Bill Oram on?" And both Mason and I were like, "No, it's okay. We'll just talk about it." And he goes, "Oh, you don't like guests. We don't want guests. Oh, you don't want Vince Scully. You don't want LeBron James. They're guests. You don't want Bill Oram." Said, so did you really compare Bill Oram to Vince Scully and LeBron James? That did happen. I heard the whole thing go down live on radio. Not on the app. At this point, I was on radio, just so you know. Just wanted to define at all times, George, what I'm listening to, just so you know. Look, love Bill Oram. Doesn't compare to Vince Scully and LeBron James. Says you. I mean, that's pretty wild. <laughs> Listen, I love Bill Oram, too, but he's not LeBron James. I mean, that's a pretty interesting sentence, too. Well, right. Could you imagine the day that they, they tell Bill Orm, they're like, Bill, we'd love to have you on the show, but we don't do guests. And then LeBron's like, yo, guys, I'm ready to come on the show. And it's like, eh, thanks anyway, but we don't really do guests. Prefer not. Thanks anyway, LeBron. That's not how that would go down, and you no. know that. You know what we should do? You know what? Next year, here's the deal. I'm drawing the line right now. You and I are doing LeBron at Media Day. Yes, line in the sand. and he comes on this show. Right. That's right. That's what we should do. And That's by the way, happening. since you're I'm since you're drawing lines right now, all right, Mr. Big Shot, uh, you know. Uh, management guy over there since you're doing the show today that's my that's our request as a show wait We're, and, and we so, want lebron on media day yeah and wait i'm gonna throw another request next and football we'll season it. next football season i want to i want to have uh sean mcveigh on rather yeah. than yeah, we're supposed on. to have that's him this year what the hell happened no I mean, hey it's not up to us where these people go we get well, told yes, sean mcveigh is is ready at this time on this day okay then every I'm day at this time lakers, i'm gonna tell the lakers that we'd like to have lebron on yeah we'll don't ask him him. tell him you don't don't ask no, george no, don't tell you're no, george sedano you yeah, can you tell don't him ask anything. you tell you dictate we don't tell we we say hey look i'd like we'd like to have lebron on we haven't had lebron on he's been on the other two shows in previous years we'd like to go there can we go and tape him and you can get him for us on media day and I, I will see what they say. I, you know, Tanisha is, is very easy to work with. I work with her plenty when I do games. Yeah, no, absolutely. Go ahead and do it. Now, wait a second. Do you think this will cause major problems in the station? Because, you know, Sliwa usually handles media day. And I think Sliwa. No, he hasn't. Mason Ireland used to do media day every year until well, last year. Didn't Slee do it this past year? No, this past year. Okay. But they tra- can do media day. They can do everybody else. We just want LeBron. Bergie, how do you think this you're is going to go down? You're going to have to show up and just kind of pull him away. No. That's what will, they, I mean, I, that, I will, that will, will be a fight. That will be a I real will, fight between I will everybody. ask the Lakers beforehand and say, hey, we want, we've never had LeBron on this afternoon show. He's been on the other two shows on the station. We'd like LeBron on. Is that okay? Can we come down and tape him? And then his one appearance on the station will be on our show this year. Look, go right ahead. I can't wait to hear the fallout from it. Yeah, maybe I mean, listen, they can I'm also fall out all they it, want. Right. <laughs> but, but I feel like there's more people listening in afternoon drive than there is any other spot on the station by, like, by pure numbers alone. There's, no, there's, not, there's mean, no debate to that. No, that, that's, not a, that's not a debatable topic. That is right. Just, so, 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 then, so, therefore, so, therefore, 
And by the way, it's not like I, I could have we could have tried to pull this move a long time ago. And I'm like, but, you know, now that he's been on both shows before us, it's like, OK, I'd like for him to be on this show, even despite Cappy. No, 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 not, not despite me. <laughs> well, what is Captain Dude, asking? Like, me. you got to have like some actual Remember, guidelines. No, no, what do you mean guidelines? LeBron's <laughs> a big boy. He can handle himself. He's fine. You don't need to worry about guidelines. No, you need guidelines. I don't need guidelines, and LeBron doesn't need guidelines. LeBron's a pro. I'm a pro. Seriously. <laughs> I, I know. It's true. I just love some of the questions, Jason. But the, he's I a really... Hall of Famer, though. Are you a Hall of Famer? Because you're a pro, and he's a pro. Okay, he's he a Hall of Famer. Are he, you a Hall of not, Famer? He, first of all, let's just make a couple things clear. Yeah. One, he is not yet a Hall of Famer. But he will be. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. And two, make no mistake, George Sedano, yeah. you are speaking to a Hall of Famer. A radio Hall of Famer? You didn't say radio. You just said... <laughs> <laughs> what high you school did you go to? You didn't say radio. Not high I'm school. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in my high school Hall of Fame, too. High school Hall of Fame? Yeah. For what? What'd you do? I'm just me. No, 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 no. Did you get into your high school Hall of Fame for what you did in high school, or did you get into your high school Hall of Fame now because you're famous on ESPN? I'm in my high school Hall of Fame because I'm George Sedano. That's why. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, make sure you they understand. Give me this little plaque that's sitting here at my desk, actually. Make no mistake, Greg Bergman. Kind of nice. Yeah. Hall of Fame. For now, what? What do you mean for what? I want to know yeah, what, what Hall of Fame for. are you in? I am proudly a member of the, it. I swear to God. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, it takes a lot of <laughs> no, different descriptions. He's workshopping no, it no, in his no, head. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm going to tell you what Hall of Fame I'm in. After Here this. Goes. Here it goes. <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> yeah, you want me to tell you on the other <laughs> no, side? No, I want you to tell me now. You ready for this? The Western Pennsylvania <clears throat> Jewish... Sports Hall of Fame. You have any idea oh, the the massive number of people okay. that are clamoring to get into the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports That's Hall of Fame? And me, me, millions. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Okay, Jewish Sports Hall of Fame, Western PA, JCC okay. Pittsburgh. Let me see if it has like the um, the names. The Does it have a list there. of Hall of Famers? Yeah, I'd love to see. Who By the way, it's in a small little broom closet in the Jewish Community Center in the Squirrel Hill <laughs> section of Pittsburgh. But it's there. I promise it's you. In the random JCC that you right. can find, just right. walking down one street. It is a broom closet. Street. Okay, it, it once was a very nice display. They've kind of picked some stuff up, made a little bit more room in the hallway, and they've kind of moved it into the broom closet. But it's there. That's amazing. Now look, there's a lot of adjectives in front of it. Western, Pennsylvania. Jewish sports. I mean, there's like four different things. I like the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not like that. It's a different, more specific form of Hall of Fameism. So it's the WPJSHOF. I don't know if that's the exact pronunciation <laughs> or, or, or abbreviation. Well, their website is jccpgh.org. Okay. And by the way, their website doesn't tell us who's in the actual Hall of Fame. There is a picture of like a bunch of pictures. But their website, I'm trying to see if there's, like, something where it says, like, who's in the actual Hall of Fame. Me. And I want to see if your name is actually here. Me. I'm in it. I'm in if that you, Hall of Fame. If your name is not here. Yeah. And I find this. Yeah, go ahead. That could be the greatest thing ever. It'll it be, be one great. of the greatest moments in this show's history. Okay, but if you do find a list of names, and I am in it, 
It's then, also one of the greatest moments in the show's history. Right, because then LeBron James on media day yeah. will be speaking to a Hall of Famer. He will. I don't hear any nonsense out of LeBron. I'm not talking to this guy. Yeah. You mean anyway. the guy the guy who was naked in the bathtub with no water at the Rams draft house? I'm not talking to him. Yeah, but LeBron, he's in the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. It's not too far from Akron. Yeah. I love how um, he got you away from the Russell it Westbrook isn't that thing far from so Akron. fast. You do have that. You do have that on your side. Right. It is not far. All right. Do We should just do a bit the whole day that we're going to talk about this Russell Westbrook thing and we're going to actually <laughs> ever talk about it because we've been talking about, talking about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill Orem said some crazy stuff, okay? And I'm going to tell you what he said, and it involves Russell Westbrook, and you're going to be like, bro, that's crazy. Next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh. This is an oldie but goodie. Love this song. This is going to yeah, be one I'm... of those songs that's stuck in my head the rest of the day now. You're, yeah. You're nine, two, five, and then he takes another home again to find me. Yeah, waiting for him. All right, so we have breaking news here. Breaking news. I have gone in the archives of the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And in 2001, when Scott Kaplan was inducted into the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. That's 21 years, George, of getting yeah. to enjoy the spoils that come with being a Hall of Famer. You know, um, I make a lot of money every year. I show up at card signings. Um, I do appearances. I, uh, I make a lot of money as a Hall of Famer, like some guys. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't you, think so? You, do you sign with uh, some of your fellow inductees? Um, I, I don't recall the class necessarily that I went into yeah. the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of Fame with, but if you yeah. say a few names, I'll remember. Maury Blummer. Oh, Maury Blummer was unbelievable. This guy could do it all. Seriously. I mean, he was fast. He was powerful. He was strong. Uh, he was dedicated to his craft. I mean, Maury really was quite an interesting player. What did he play? I'm not really sure what sport he played, actually, but that's just a <laughs> description of pretty much any sport, really. That's <laughs> a weirdo. <laughs> Maury uh, Blummer. You are, huh? you, are a, you are a Hall of Famer. Anybody else go into the class with me? Anybody else good? I mean, I don't know. I don't know I mean, any is, of these people. Did, did I'm Sandy sure Koufax go into point. the class with me? No, no, Sandy, Sandy Koufax? Koufax was not. No, oh. he was not in there. Okay, got it. No. I love that you're I don't in recognize your... any of the other names. So. I love that you're in your jersey with your helmet on in the picture. Right, like... there's a photo. Right, it's it's you at Pitt, basically. Yeah, yeah. With your, you can't even see your face. Like yeah. you have yeah. your helmet on. What number were you? Were you like number eight? Number nine. Number nine. Oh, because mm -hmm. you can't really tell the number either. You, I, I thought it was like a picture of Steve Young for a second, and they just put your name under it. I figure they probably have like a bunch of swimmers and gymnasts and cross country runners and, you know, guys like that, basketball players. And they're like, well, yeah. we actually got one Jewish football player in the history of our entire Hall of Fame. Let's yeah. keep him in his helmet. Yeah. 
All right, so here's the deal. Um, R- Bill Oram says that they should keep Russell Westbrook because you don't want to seem desperate and you want to try to do whatever you can to level the playing field and try to use a Jedi mind trick and convince teams you may actually keep him so that way you're not getting swindled. And he says Rob Polink is going to have to put on his poker face to make that work and also kind of smooth it over um, his relationship over with, like, Clutch Sports because you're going to have to sell them on, hey, if we play this right, we'll be able to, we may be able to get r- more for Russ at the deadline. This will never work. This will because no never one's buying work. it anyway. Yeah. Well, it's not so much that. Just think about the in, a number of people here that have to be on the same page Correct. and have to have to play along with the bit. Right. You need LeBron to play along, AD to play along, Russell Westbrook right. to play along. You need yeah. Rob Palinka to play along. You need Clutch Sports to play. I mean, literally everybody has to be on the same page with. Here's the script: We're keeping Russ the whole year. He's he's part of our family everybody's got to buy in and play their role and read the script. There's no way it could possibly work with that many people. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually think that is a, that's an interesting point that I hadn't thought of. Um, but yes, like I, I just think that you're going to tell me Russell Westbrook is going to have to put on a, a good, like a nice face for like the whole season. And that this Lakers team is going to even let's just say they, they, they all play together, right. And they play a, a, a Decent amount of games together. Are they a championship team? Like, I just don't. I, I, I don't see Russ fitting. Like, we've talked about this at nauseum. I just don't think it works. Let me ask you this question. Remember how at the beginning of the year, before the season even started, we talked about how older teams became championship teams because they were more experienced, they had more veteran leadership, all these other things that we were saying, and you had like some evidence of. Hey, teams that average this age, they win championships. Do you recall that? Yes. When you look at, for example, the 76ers and the Heat, just I'm using them as an example because this game is on right now. right now. Right, right. Yeah. What do you think the average age, again, I'm not, not quoting you, George. I'm just saying, give me an idea. What do you think the average age of Philadelphia is or Miami? Um, I would say Miami's pretty old. Um, because they've got like PJ Tucker and Kyle Lowry and guys like that. Okay, and then and that's how that's how the Lakers would also be kind of old because they would have Carmelo and LeBron and Dwight yeah. and and you know yeah. Russ and these guys. So the Lakers were the oldest team this year. I'm looking at the numbers here. Um, at 30 years old, Miami okay. was like fourth behind the Brooklyn Nets, the Lakers, the Nets, the Jazz were the top three. Okay, but then after that, it's the Heat. The Suns, the Warriors, the Bucks, the Clippers. Now, that includes Kawhi and those guys. Um, so those next teams are all teams that are in the hunt right now. So with that being said, um, here's what I want to say about this piece. I think that the Lakers are not going to be able to move Russell Westbrook. Not going Agreed. to be able to. Unless you, you're going to get taxed for it if you're going to do it. And by taxed, I mean like, you're going to have to give up stuff that you don't want to give up, like the draft picks, or you're going to have to take back really bad contracts. I just feel like I know a lot of people say, well, you know, the reason that the Lakers are are going to be able to trade him is because even though whoever he goes to really doesn't want him and really doesn't want his $47 million contract, they'd rather get rid of longer-term contracts mm-hmm. than, than and they'll suffer through Russ for a year. I don't believe that. I believe everybody in the NBA will look at this situation and they'll go, wait, we're going to help the Lakers 
and we're going to help LeBron. Get out of their mess. Right. I don't think anybody in the NBA is going to do it. And even if you said to me, well, look, they can send back three bad contracts to take on one bad contract, and Russ's bad contract only is for one year. I just am of the opinion that no one in the NBA is going to help the Lakers and LeBron get out of this mess other than one guy. There's only one guy. And that one guy is Russ. If the Lakers are going to get out of this Russell Westbrook mess, then it's got to be Russ who helps them get out of it. And what I mean by that is he needs to come back to this team. He needs to be training with these guys all offseason. And he needs to be committed from day one. And these guys should be trying to say, well, let's prove everybody wrong. Including those of us that think this would never work. So, Bergie, do you think this works? Because I don't think this works. I don't think this strategy is actually something that they could pull off uh, for all the reasons we've outlined here. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just saying that you that they should trade him be, just so they can trade him later. It's a very strange thought process. I, I don't think it works in the slightest. It's the idea of that you may get something more at the deadline if people think you actually may keep him, which I don't think people – I don't know. I mean – It seems like a stretch. He's on an expiring contract, so he'll be down to, what, $22 million at the, at the, uh, at the trade deadline, so maybe that's why it's expiring half of a contract. Maybe you can trade it there. It has nothing to do with them fooling people into think that they actually want him. And if they st- if they start off the season with him, I can't imagine that they're going to end the season, not end the season with him. I just don't. I don't think it makes sense. Like I just don't think anyone's going to believe you. Like that you're going to actually try to keep him. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like God, and, I and want them to keep because him. Because here's I, the I thing: the pressure is on you. Like you're going to. Let's say. You and I are right that no matter what, even if they kept him for a whole season and him and AD and LeBron were all healthy, it's probably not a championship team. So you're going to waste another year of LeBron's career at 37. Going, uh, He'll be 38 in December. Yeah, if you have three years that you lose missing, if you miss the playoffs in his tenure as a Laker, that's a that's a disaster. Dude, they're not going to miss the playoffs next year. LeBron's already tweeted it. He's hurt. He's sitting at home watching this stuff going, I will never ever miss the playoffs again in my career never well here's the thing if you're you're playing an interesting game here because to your point cappy they got to buy into it everybody's got to buy into it, including lebron and his team and does that mean lebron then doesn't sign the extension and in august when it's available to him and then all of a sudden it's like we're dealing with oh my god is lebron gonna leave for nothing <laughs> like that because that's not good either you know mm. what i'm saying yeah this is um, this is the mess that the Lakers, I'm not saying LeBron, I'm not saying AD, I'm not saying Clutch Sports, I'm not saying Rob Palenka, I'm saying this is the mess that the Lakers made themselves. So you make your bed, now you got to go lie in it. If it were so easy to just get rid of Russell Westbrook, then great, go do it. But it's not easy. It's not even close to easy for a variety of reasons, whether it's his contract, the amount of money he's owed, people wanting to not help the Lakers, people wanting to see LeBron labor and, and, and not be impactful in the league for whatever reasons. People are not going to help this Laker team, and they're not going to help LeBron. So my opinion is everybody better get over the fact that Russ is realistically still going to be on this team next year, and now, rather than complaining about it, let's figure out a way to make it work. That's what I'd be thinking if I were LeBron. But you guys have to understand, as a Hall of Famer, I have that sort of mindset. You know, a lot of you guys may not have that kind of mindset, but for me, I'm also a Hall of Famer. I'm, so. 
Oh, that's true. You are a Hall of Famer. Then are you getting what I'm saying? No, no, no. no I think you different can't. Hall of I, if Fame. I were LeBron, I'd be like, yo, don't waste another you know, year of my career. See, on the other hand, I think LeBron... Because he, here's where Bill Oram made a mistake. Okay, go ahead. Okay, And again, because I'm fluent in LeBron. Mm-hmm. Okay? Bill Oram said something to the effect of that LeBron has to be, like, on board because, you know, basically, like, they're trying to... They have to convince him because he can't... He can't – he has to convince him. I'm trying to find the exact wording here. But he has to convince him because, you know, they're basically trying to call LeBron's bluff, if I if I recall correctly what he wrote in the story. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to play that game of chicken. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, and, and he's saying like – oh, this is the what he, what he said exactly. My bad. He said that everyone had, a, had something to do with Russell Westbrook being here, which – we all, at least I agree, that is the case. Everyone was complicit, is the way he described it. But, so it shouldn't be just on Rob Palinka to have to clean up the mess. That's where Bill Oram is wrong, okay? Because at the end of the day, that is part of Rob Palinka's job, to clean up the mess. Whether it was his mess or not, if he was complicit on it, it's his job. He's the general manager by proxy he's the guy that has to has to clean up the mess i still think i think in lebron's mind there's a part somewhere in that mind and in that heart that says they laughed at us they ridiculed us they called us old and everything else and guess what they were right everybody was right we fed into exactly the prediction so you know what rather than getting rid of russ I'm going to get AD as healthy as I can. I'm going to have Russ train with us. And instead of us playing 21 games together next season, we're going to play in 60 games together next season. And when we play 60 games rather than 21 games, now let's see what we are. Uh, But first, Radio Tinder is next in Dos Minutos. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Chris. And just to give full credit where credit is due, Michael Funches wrote all of these for me, so I appreciate that. Thank you, Funch. There you go, Michael Funches. Uh, the huge story that came out in the last 24 hours is the budding love between Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. It's going to the next level. Davidson allegedly got Kim's and her kids' initials tatted on his neck. New pictures of Pete that just was shot over the weekend showed he was a, he has a tattoo of KNSCP, which many believe stands for Kim, North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm, which are Kanye's and kids' kids' names. Smart idea to get your new significant other's name and their kid's name tattooed on your body. Swipe left or swipe right? <laughs> swipe left. Never a good idea. I don't, I don't believe it. I mean, listen, if they're your children, um, then for sure, that's fine. Like, no big deal. But if... If there's if it's anyone else that could be out of your life at some point um, by, you know, not by natural causes. Right. Like just more like something that is a decision that could be made. 
because a relationship has ended or whatever, I don't think that's a great idea. That's me personally. First of all, I want to make a commentary, a piece of commentary on Pete Davidson, who I don't find funny. You know, Pete, I blame you for Friday night. You know, George, I was going to go see Dave Chappelle on Friday night over at the Hollywood Bowl, but the night before Thursday night, Pete Davidson opened up for him, and I was like, I don't want to see Pete Davidson. You know that on Friday night, Bill Burr opened for Dave Chappelle, and I didn't go because I thought Pete Davidson was going to be there, and I just don't find him funny in, in the slightest bit. So way to go, Pete. You screwed up my whole Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle Friday night at the Hollywood Bowl. But now I'm done with that. As far as tattooing, the stuff we're talking about, I'm out on all of it. I don't have any tats, not getting any tats, and I'm certainly not getting tats of anybody other than my own peeps. So I have a tattoo of Vin Scully. Yes, well, I have that one, but otherwise, I was like, Ooh. on my on the on my leg, I have Riley's initials on there, and I also have my stepdaughter Haley's initials on there. That's from another marriage. She, I just, I raised her, but she has. I have her initials on my body. Is that weird? I consider my, my daughter. She is my daughter. I mean, you want me to be honest with yes. you? Yes, it's a little weird. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, no we, one were, asked we were, me, but yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was, you know, we were, we were in a relationship. I was married. We're yeah. past tense. Past I mean, I just, I've already kind of told you if, if the, you know, if it didn't come from your loins, um, then I, you know, that, that's just me. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. I'm just telling you what I think. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. I was just wondering if you thought it was, cause it's kind of the same situation, but you know, I was actually married and they're not. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Next one. Do I have to hit a button or something? No, no, or? just, gonna no, just go to the next one. Okay. So KFC is doing something new and unusual with a new Kentucky Fried Bucket that they are selling for Mother's Day. The Bucket will have 12 roses that come in a glass vase with eight skewers that people can put in chicken with the rose bouquet. One other thing, the chicken does not come with the Bucket and will have to be purchased separately. Swipe left or swipe right on serving mom a Bucket from KFC, Kaplan. Mm. This one's very easy for me. I'm going to swipe left. There's just no chance on God's green earth. I am showing up on Mother's Day with a bucket of, I don't know if it's chicken or roses or I don't know what the deal is. Okay, but that ain't going to work for me. All right? Well, and I don't say for me. I I mean, for me, I might actually eat the chicken. might be fine. But it ain't going to work for her. Yeah, no, I'm out on that. Swipe left on that. There's no chance that's. I mean, it, I would eat it like myself, like right. potentially, but yeah, not for that. <laughs> not for that event is what I would say. Mm-mm. I've actually been in a weird kind of way jonesing out for some Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I haven't had Kentucky Fried Chicken in probably 30 years. Yeah. But there's that one scene in Winning Time where Jerry Buss and uh, Jeannie and uh, Sally Fields, the mom, are all sitting around pounding on Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know. It looked pretty good. I haven't had it in a long time. But you've had BK sandwich. Okay. No, I haven't had BK sandwich in ages. I know, but you never mind. Next one, Chris. Would you do this though, Laura? Would you get the Hell no, the you, bucket? My mom would whoop me. <laughs> like no. Deservedly so. Cap, when is uh, the Rachel tattoo going up? <laughs> Will it say rub 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 Rachel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the yeah. location on it or something? <laughs> yeah, like a little pin. Right. That's funny. Like like a little pin emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it on your arm. Right. How about no, maybe what I'll do is I'll have like a, a logo of the Find Me app, you know, and then I'll have her yeah. picture in it. Yes. <laughs> oh, That'd be funny. And like, yeah, you do that like a little pin, it'd be like funny. You could do that. That'd be funny. I mean, I it's, just don't you have any cats. You should absolutely do that, Cap. You mentioned Greg wasn't on our chat yesterday when I was flying back and Cap said uh that was something amazing. like he said something to me. I used the pin as a joke uh, uh yesterday. You said something to me like 
have a nice flight or something like that. And I was like, do you want me to drop a pin? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then instead, George takes a picture of the monitor in front of him. Like, here's where I'm at. I'm over Phoenix yeah. right now. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, we were just in over Arizona at that stage. And you still said, turn your locations on for me. Right. Like, Let me see where you are, George. I literally sent you a picture of my location. Now, wait, you want to hear something? This is a side note, but listen to this. So we get an email, George and I, on Friday night from Sam, who is our new market manager uh, with Good Karma Brands. And he goes, guys, I've been listening for two days about this whole story about, you know, having locations on. He goes, you guys think it's weird that Cap and his girlfriend have locations on each other? And he mentions two other dudes that are his business partners. He's like, the three of us all have our locations on. We all know where each other is at all times. And we were like, oh, that's just too good. That's awesome. I heard someone else in this studio might be open to that. I'm just saying. To the location? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care one way or the other. That's weird. See? See, that's the way you trust people. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like the the girl that I'm dating, she was telling me that it's more. Wait, wait, there's a girl you're dating? Yeah, where are you? No, I'm in a, yeah, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I Dot. didn't know this. Yeah. Dottie, right? Dottie. I thought yeah, you Dottie. were single yeah, and ready to Dot. mingle just oh, no. a few oh, weeks ago. No, 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 I was. He mingled no, and he got snatched. Hey, George, George, that's very long. And turning on locations. No, there's a shortage of good men out there. A big time shortage of good men. A few good men. He's starring Greg Bergman. Is what you're saying? He's one of them. And once you once you find a good man, you wrap him up. That's what happened here with Bergie. See, yeah, I found a good woman, so I wrapped her up. Aww. Yeah, that's the way to put it, right? What a sweet right. Yeah, thank you. All <laughs> right, so Variety Magazine did an interview with Barbara Broccoli, who is the franchise producer of the James Bond series. In it, Broccoli says it's going to take some time to find a replacement for the previous James Bond, Daniel Craig. She also said that if it's a that it's a big de- it's a big decision. It's not just a casting role. It's about a whole rethink about where we are going. According to this Variety article, Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill. Uh, Idris Elba and Euphoria star Jacob Elordi have been whispered about the James Bond role. The James Bond franchise people have it right with these four contenders. Swipe left or swipe right? uh, Sedano. Who are the four contenders again? The four contenders are Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill, Idris Elba, and Euphoria star Jacob Elordi. I don't know who uh, I that don't is. Know. I mean, Tom Hardy makes some sense. Obviously, Idris Elba would be my guy. Yes, please, um, please. Yes. At the top of the list. Uh, Henry Cavill, like the guy who played Superman. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think he was that good at Superman. Um, he was maybe not he'd Superman. be better at, at James Bond. I don't know. But I didn't think he was great at Superman. Um, I would say Idris or Tom Hardy. And I don't know the guy from Euphoria. So, um, so I'll swipe right on those two. Swiping left on all four. I mean, really? you don't know who any of them are, probably. Thank you, George. <laughs> uh, there you go. So Tom Hardy plays How Venom. How do you not know who Idris Elba is? Thank you. Idris gorgeous. Elba? Gorgeous. Yes. Idris. He's been in a million things. He's like Googling what? it right now. Yeah, I'm Googling it because if maybe if I see a picture of Idris Elba, maybe then I'll know who it is. Okay, he's gorgeous. I mean, first of all, what was the HBO show that he was on? Um, the Wire, right? He was on the Wire. He was in okay. the Wire. I didn't see The Wire. That's a series I did not see. Okay. Um, okay. He's, he's a good-looking been... guy. Well, that's right. You don't watch any mm-hmm. of the Marvel movies. He's no. been in Avengers. Yeah. He was in Thor. Um, I'm trying to think what else he was in. I don't know, but he's, he's a good-looking a... guy. Oh, he was Nelson Mandela in a movie. That's a pretty huge role, I would say. Um, no way Cap saw that. Nope. nope. But that's a huge role that you know that people know. You know. Um, okay, so Idris Elba. Who were the other guys? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy. Who's he? He's Venom right now. 
Right. Yeah. You, you're not going to see that. You're not going to know who that is either. Wasn't he in? Um, no, not that one. Tom Hardy's Tom all right. Tom Hardy was in. He's been in a bunch of movies too. He was in a war movie, it. wasn't he? Is he um, all he tatted out like this? Movie. He's all tatted out too. Yeah. I don't know. Can James Bond have all these tats? Why not? I mean, why not? Well, because oh, he was then, in Mad Max. The reason is why Tom I Hardy. ask why not is because then you become typecast. You're like, hey, James Bond, he's got these tats now. Yeah, and you're, the war movie you're talking about is Dunkirk. The, That's right. The Christopher Nolan war movie. Okay, so I got Tom Hardy. I got Idris Elba. Who else? Right. Henry Cable. Oh, he was Bane. Oh, he was Bane. That's right. He was yeah. Bane. Yeah. yeah. Nice job, Laura. Say Henry Cable? Henry Cable, yeah. He was Superman. in Superman, uh, the most recent Superman. God, this guy's ripped. He's pretty yoked up, this guy. Have you Henry seen that Cable? guy though? You've seen? Have you at least seen commercials of the, oh, the the Superman movies a few years ago? Right? Yeah. None of this rings a bell with me. I mean, all right, whatever. We'll move on. All right, that is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out on all four. How come you don't like these guys? I don't know who they are. Yeah, I knew it. I knew that was the case. I just. Uh... I mean, if you told me Dwayne Johnson, I'd be like, all right, maybe. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. He's going to play a British actor. Yeah, no. What? Play a British role. Why not? He's such a good actor now. He can even pull that off. Well, this Jacob yeah. Elordi guy is an Australian actor, apparently. Yeah, but that's closer in the yeah, the, the accent. Yeah. Uh, all right, Radio Tinder, always presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. And, of course, do what I do. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, coming up next. The Rams did some good things this weekend in the draft, despite uh, you know some yahoos making fun of them for the house. They actually picked some guys who were pretty damn impressive. We'll give you a quick little rundown of who it was and uh, what they did. Plus, I want to get into the Dodgers. Now that we have, we have Bergman here today, the Dodgers all of a sudden, things going uh, a little sideways with them. We'll get into that as well. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Back in three minutes. Oh, yeah. Woo! Good jam. Yeah, that's South OC party. That's the way they get down. Whitney Houston, the Bee Gees. It's the way they roll in the South OC. With somebody that loves me. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Laura doesn't want to sing this song for some reason. Why? She's singing in the studio, but she won't turn on her microphone and sing it. We like our listeners, okay? <laughs> I don't want to kill their ears. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? That's not that there, but later she says that. That's a good part. This is a jam, though. Ooh. I'm watching the uh, TNT, and they have an IHOP commercial. When was the last time you've been to an IHOP? Ooh, it's been a long time since I've been to an IHOP. Long time. It made me hungry for pancakes right now, that's for sure. Earlier, our conversation about Kentucky Fried Chicken has me thinking about fried chicken. I'm going to have some Hawaiian food today. That's that Hawaiian place, huh? Yeah. Hawaiian? Is that Hawaiian. Why did you, you do it like that? Well, because in Pulp Fiction, there's the scene where Jules is like, do you mind if I have a taste of that burger? And then he goes, hmm, this is a tasty burger. Yes. And he tells him where it's from. And he goes, oh, that's that Hawaiian joint. See, I don't really get that's to go there because my girlfriend's a vegetarian, so that kind of makes me a vegetarian. Look at the big brain on Brad. You know the scene? I do. That's the scene where he uh, he shoots through the wall, and then Vin, um, is it Vince? Vinny Vega. Vince Vega, yeah. Where he believes that uh, a miracle happened, that he wasn't shot while he was shooting the wall or whatever. Right. Yeah. Jules didn't recognize. 
Yeah, because the guy shot all those shots and missed them all. Like right. he, he it, it shot like all around them, and he thought right. it was some, some sort of um, existential experience, basically. But that did look like a good burger. You know, kind of had like a brioche kind of bun. Yes. You know, just a really nice chunk of meat on there. So yeah. I don't know, you and got then, me hungry. And then now. they got into the uh, quarter pounder versus the Royale with cheese. All right, Royale with cheese. That's right. Yeah, because right. they use the metric system. Mm-hmm. I don't really I'm, know the. I'm metric glad system. you know a movie. That's great. I know that one well. Yeah, I mean, it's you know kind of in my wheelhouse. Did you know that Ireland hates that movie? Thinks it's just a terrible, stupid movie. Mm-hmm. Thinks Pulp, Pulp Fiction's a terrible, stupid movie. Yeah, hates it. What? Absolutely hates it. What? Refuses to watch it. It's unfortunate. What? It's a great movie. Who's that? Ireland. John Ireland. What? He's like a good movie person. Right. Hates the movie. Wow. I think this should be a, a discussion tomorrow on Crosstalk. Oh, I absolutely. wonder what the problem That's is. That's an I excellent mean, point there. And maybe he John won't talk is... about Philadelphia's 76 <laughs> I mean, he did kind of like immediately the second I came on, like hit me with the – no, it was Milwaukee Bucks versus Boston. So. Yeah, well, Philadelphia's playing tonight, so. Yeah. Well, he wants to talk to you, George, because you guys are both in the league, you right. know? And so he feels like Mason's not in the league. Mason doesn't want to entertain the conversation. Right. He knows I don't. So he's like, I had to talk to Sedano. He was there. Right. Yeah. And then my phone blows up with everybody going, yeah. would you please stop talking about the NBA playoffs and get back to talking about being in the bathtub? Although, can we say this? Giannis is the best player in the NBA now. Oh, my God, yes. By far. Yeah. Even he had a bad game, and he was still awesome. Totally different speed. When I think about Anthony Davis versus, I mean. That's I, laughable now. I, I know it is. But Giannis plays fast, explosive, athletic, big man basketball. And now my perception of Anthony Davis is... And by the way, can can do it on the perimeter as well. Yeah, now my perception of Anthony Davis is playing slow, old, limping, barely getting down the floor kind of basketball. And I know it's not really fair and accurate, because if AD were fully healthy, he can get up and down. But I just, I think of him as being bigger heavier and lumbering, more of a half-court kind of player, whereas I think of Giannis as being able to do not exactly what Kevin Durant can do, hardly, but just up and down, explosive and athletic and fast. AD, slow, limping, heavy. That's the perception anyway. Yeah, he is. He's, he's slow and lumbering. That's a good way to describe it. I mean, that's but yeah, Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. He's got the crown at the moment. Well, I am watching your Miami Heat right now. Philly 55, Miami 50, 11 minutes to go here in the third. This is one of those, like, you play down to the competition games when you know Embiid's not there, like you take a breath. You can't take a breath in the playoffs, man. Well, and you cannot lose a game when you don't have Embiid in the lineup for Philadelphia. I mean, this is one of those opportunities where if the Heat were to lose this game, I mean, oh, Philadelphia. It's, it's a disaster. Yeah. yeah, you start growing some confidence. You know, this is, you know, coaches talk about this all the time. You know, you don't want to have an average opponent just kind of hang around. You know, when well, you're people the better forget team, James Harden is also still really good. Yep. He but just he, doesn't I, – I just don't think he meshes well. Here's what I would say. James Harden doesn't mesh well with other stars. Is that a fair assessment? Not only is it fair, but let me throw this back at you. Yeah. Could you say the exact same thing about Russell Westbrook? Yeah, 100%. But yep. James Harden is better than Russell Westbrook. Yep, not going to argue Bergman, that one. Do you, do you agree James Harden just doesn't mesh? Like, James Harden is cooking today. Like, he's doing the James Harden stuff. He's scoring. He's he's moving the ball. He's getting assists. He's rebounding. He's getting guys shots. 
He's good when it's just him as the centerpiece. Yeah, he doesn't want to defer to anybody else. So Well, no, it just he can't be him. He doesn't he can do the point guard stuff. It's just not what he's most comfortable at. Well, it's the same thing like you're talking about with Russ. It's the same type of deal where he can yes, he can get some assists, he can move the ball around, but for the most part, he needs the ball in his hands and he wants to be right. the one doing everything. When Embiid's there, you need to have the ball in Embiid's hand as yeah, much of as course. possible. The difference is obviously James is a much better offensive player than Russ. He's got a much better shot profile than Russell Westbrook does. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I he is one of those players that he needs to just be by himself. In Houston, he was fantastic Cappy. by himself. Yeah. Did, did you like the usage of the word shot profile? I thought that was really solid. Um, it's it's just, you know, straight out of the, the in-the-league kind of playbook. They must teach you guys that before the season starts, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I asked Ime Udoka that question at halftime. I asked yeah. him, how do you like your shot profile? Because they had been taking so many threes in the game. What did he say? He said he liked it. He just felt like they sh- that the ball was was sticking too much, but he liked the shots. He just felt like they could have gotten better shots. You like this, uh, the fact that DeAndre Jordan plays for Philadelphia, and I'm not about right. to suggest to you that he's some superstar. No. But what I am going to say to you is he's a starting center. Granted, Embiid's hurt. Yes. But he's starting in the playoffs. In the second round. In the second round, exactly right. So DeAndre Jordan could not even make a contribution to the Lakers. And Correct. yet he, here he is. I mean, so who? Okay, we well, there, there's that? a couple of things at play here, okay? Number one, James Harden is a better ball handler than Russell Westbrook. So let's start there. Not as good as LeBron, but, you know, there, there's too many people that had to share the ball there, right? Whereas James Harden is a more willing passer, and Tyrese Maxey as a young player is also a willing passer. Um, Embiid moves the ball pretty well for a big man, but not that he's playing together with, with DeAndre, but I don't want to shortchange him as someone who's like a ball stopper. Um, and the Lakers have one guy that can actually pass the ball really well. His name is LeBron. So he didn't play a ton, DeAndre, with LeBron, if I recall correctly. And I think that that's part of it. And the other part of the equation is Doc Rivers. He trusts He played He coached him a bunch, so he trusts him. Just blows my mind when I see guys who played for the Lakers who couldn't succeed with the Lakers and were shipped out, who play for other teams and do well, succeed. And it's not like it doesn't happen all the time in sports. But in this particular instance, it's like DeAndre Jordan is like, man, I would have taken seven minutes and four points if, if he could have given us that when he was with the Lakers. Here he is tonight playing on a big stage. Amazing. How none of those guys worked out. No. No. Look, man, here's the thing with the Lakers. And, you know, allegedly they've interviewed Darvin Ham, um, who, again, I think can be a good coach. But the Lakers are kind of slow dancing here with this coaching hire. Like, and it's like, all right, you're going to miss out on a bunch of dudes who can coach. <laughs> like, all right. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what, like, why you're taking your time with this. I mean, I'm not saying you should rush through the process, but, I mean, it doesn't – you know, I told you that the other night at the Rams thing. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Speaking of which, uh, Bergie, I do want to talk Dodgers with you real quick. Let's do that on the other side. Uh, I want to get into the Rams draft a little bit. So all that coming up next.